Hey, Matt. Hi, Brad. How you doing? Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and our vice president candidate of choice. My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly. Wait, why are we talking about Mike Pence? <laughs> Matt Polly. Hey. And together we are the Inglorious Bastards. Mike Pence is your... <laughs> no, he's not. I'm a never pincer. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> he's, he is something. Yeah. A piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. That's what he is. Yeah, there is that. So, we, we hope that Biden wins now. <laughs> I mean, I... And then retires shortly after. Yeah, right. <laughs> I retire. <laughs> I got here finally. <laughs> that's that's a very real possibility. Yeah. yeah, he's not young. No. Announcements. We are giving away a copy of How to Be Anti-Racist from Twitter, the Twitter sphere. And the winner is Andy Rickles. Uh, Don's son? Don's son. <laughs> at look at you. At Andy You're like Rickles. a bucket a lot on a bad day. At Andrew Rickles. You, you baby gorilla. Andy Rickles. What, are you laughing because I called your friend a fat pig? <laughs> so there you are, Tubby. So we're, we're going to announce our... our <laughs> Look at you. Our 10th <laughs> Like a bucket allowed on a bad day. <laughs> the, 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 it won't be the last book we give away, or the last anti-racist, because I think in two weeks we're going to give another book away. So, But um, for this 10-week run... Uh, we are going to give away for our final copy stamped from the beginning, the definitive history of racist ideas in America. And by definitive, it's 583 pages on my Kindle. So <clears throat> yeah, I had to take it. I was halfway through. I had to take a break and read something else for a minute. It's really fucking good, but it is, it is when he says definitive, he means definitive. I mean, it goes all the way back to the 1400s. It goes, I mean, it's pre America, America, everything you're seeing today started in the fucking 1600s. The pre-cum of America? <laughs> sure. <laughs> if <laughs> I mean, it's white, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's very pearly. And um, <laughs> um, according Wouldn't to it last, be cool if oh, cum God. was like blue or green, <laughs> some other color? Yeah, that'd be great. I wonder if there's something you can take to make it change colors. Well, you wouldn't have to worry about a black light to find it. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh, it I don't know. <laughs> a lot anyway, a lot of what you're seeing now is a direct result of things that started in the sixteen hundreds. Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's just it's it's called something different, but it's all the same. Yeah, you listen to the And I by listen, the way, everybody was a fucking racist. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln, the great yeah, emancipator. Was. Fucking yep. racist. Yeah. America, yeah. Fuck you. His, his great <laughs> <laughs> His great plan for his great plan after the Emancipation Proclamation was to send all the black yeah, people to Liberia to fucking Liberia. Yeah, he met with great. he met with like four or five black yeah, leaders. It's going to be problematic for you to stay here. We, you should probably leave. Oh, <laughs> the great Emancipation. By the way, he didn't give a shit about slavery. He gave a shit about the Union. Yeah, he could care less Boo! about slaves. So, Boo! <laughs> yeah, Boo! Yeah, it's it's uh it's fairly eye opening. I listened to the sixteen nineteen podcast from New York Times. Anybody, anybody listen to that? 
I've heard about it. I have yeah, not. It's, I mean, it. it's it's the same thing. I mean, it goes all the way back to the first slave ships landing at 1619, because that's why it's called. Does it go into that. the year 3000? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all the way. It definitely goes up to now. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty pretty eye-opening, yeah. especially when they, the episode about the police force. Oh, I did. I did listen to that one. Yeah, yeah I did listen to that episode. Jesus Christ. Jeez, hey, did you guys know a... George Floyd died from an over, a triple overdose of fentanyl? No. It wasn't the cop kneeling nope. on his fucking windpipe for uh, nine minutes? No. Nope. That's <sighs> one of my racist fuck colleagues. Check, please. Table one. So anybody, has anybody ever seen anybody on fentanyl? They don't move. No. Like, he was, you know, everybody's so, so wait. He was fighting back, which is why they had to subdue him like that. But he was on fentanyl. No, no, that's you not know why you know why he was thing. fighting back because he got 15 seconds right, after they got there, they pulled a we're, fucking gun. We're on getting him. ahead of ourselves. Fuck me, man. <laughs> All right, uh, okay. God damn. Hey, 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 what are you drinking? Hey, hey, hey. hey. I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So hey, hey. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. <laughs> what are we drinking? Yeah, Michael got a new sound yeah, bites, apparently. I got, I got. Uh, you can tell by the shit-eating yeah. grin on his face that he's been. Time to nut up or shut up. <laughs> that's a great movie. What, what, that's Zombieland. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that for a while. Uh, okay, uh, what are we drinking? Uh, from 18th Street Brewery um, in Hammond. Indiana, although I got these. Wait, that's their, not in Hammond. Well, it is. That's where it's from. Oh. They're they have an indie tap room now. Gotcha. Uh, so black I, black owned. Yeah, so I went there for lunch today uh, and picked up some things after having a delicious pilsner with my lunch. Man, that is delicious. And an insanely that delicious sandwich mm-hmm. I had, by the way. Um, uh, this is their powdered jelly donut. It is it's incredible. A fruited Berliner style ale. With blackberry, blackcurrant, and vanilla beans. Um, and Matt's got... Uh, this is their powder jelly donut. Fruited Berliner-style ale, cranberry, apple, and vanilla bean. It's basically cran apple juice. This is might it, be a, Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's yeah. good, but it's, that's... This a is, double fister for me. I'm not yeah, sure. It, I'm, I'm sure. going to have one of each. I'm yeah. not sure it qualifies as beer necessarily, but... I mean, it's it's kind of a, yeah. that milkshake style. What's it's fruited lactose. I don't know. I'm sure it's not much. Uh, couldn't tell you. Nope. They don't. They don't... Say. I thought they had to put it on the cans. I thought they did too. Well, you know, it's Hammond. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's around six <laughs> percent. It's Hammond. It probably has fentanyl in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also got some, a pull of Blanton's as well. Yeah, the uh, this beer is great. It's it's like the milkshake style that a lot of people are doing now. So it's sweet and it's it's it's, it's basically nice. a sour. I mean, they're basically yeah. Sours, it's kind of a sour. Yeah, it's good though. Mm, very delicious. <laughs> I took a hit of that, of, of, the, the, of beer. the beer, and then I took a hit of the Blantons. It really goes oh well together? Oh, my God. Pour the Blantons in your beer. See no way. No. No. No, forget <laughs> way. But I'm going to try that again. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Let's watch Michael shotgun a beer and pull a Blantons. Yeah, that's the shit, man. <laughs> if Blantons wasn't so fucking expensive, I would just pour it in it's there. It's not that expensive. Michael, we have... Whiskeys that are three times the price of that Blanton's. <laughs> if Blanton's wasn't so hard to find. There it is. <laughs> it's expensive in my heart. <laughs> I'm really tempted, though. All right, I won't. 
Um, yeah, don't 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 ruin your beer like I'm, that. No, dude, they're both really good, and together <laughs> well, they sure are. But I. So what what, what the fuck is going on, guys? Um, I don't know. Did you have anything? Yeah, I bet punched a fucking colleague today. I feel like you're locked day. and loaded today. <laughs> I had ready. a shit, I had a shitty fucking day at work, and it was. I, we got done. We're getting ready to leave, and my dumb fuck colleague starts says something about oh new footage of George Floyd got released. He died of fentanyl overdose. New like, footage, and I was like, no, he fucking didn't. They what re- kind of they new released footage? the body cam footage? Oh my god! The cops showed up within 15 seconds of the encounter. Had his gun pulled. Yeah. Why was George Floyd freaking out? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Also, once again, yeah, you don't freak out on fentanyl. You fall asleep and don't go wake up. That's. And God. I was like, I was like, people are fucking idiots, man. I was like, or it could have been the nine minutes the guy kneeled kneeled on his carotid artery. Oh, so I mean, you know, since he was on fentanyl, which he wasn't, but let's say he was, so that means he deserved to die. So that's the, what I told him. Is the, like, the, the cops fucking, aren't the judge, jury, and executioner. So, so the, the the fucking white meth head that I saw walk across I'm the not, street in front of me today. Audio Sorry, is this that? is my goddamn. It's an article that. Okay. Up. So I should have just hit the white meth head that walked in front of my car today. Because Why? he was on he was on meth, so I could kill him. Uh, um, you know, by that logic, I should have just hit him and run him over. And who was clearly I don't on care meth. if he was fighting back. I don't care if he was resisting. Yeah, it doesn't. You can't matter. fucking kill him. No, it's ugh. fuck that boogaloo motherfucker I work with. <laughs> He's got a boogaloo sticker on his goddamn car. I'm telling you, you should what report his ass. That's the anti-government like. Crazy. It's the guys ass. who dress up like fucking GI yeah, Joe. Crazy right wing, like me. beyond crazy. He went to the counter protest in Mooresville with his goddamn gun. He keeps telling me about all the shit, he, like the scopes he's ordering. I'm like, dude, I don't fucking why. Care. I don't fucking care what you ordered. Yeah, it's they're fucking. I think you're a racist trash pile. I don't I give mean, a shit. Once again, I, I really hope Biden wins, like yeah. again in November, but it's not going to fix the the no, deep seated issues not. in this country. So. <clears throat> first thing he needs to do is label those organizations as terrorist organizations. Absolutely. It needs to be the first thing he does. Infiltrate them with the FBI. Oh, they're pretty excited about their, uh, their quote-unquote payroll tax holiday. Hey, yeah. dumb fuck. You're going to be paying that back next year. Yeah, I FYI. Know. I know. You dumb Not shit. to mention the payroll tax goes to uh, fucking Social Security, which you're paying into. God. I, do, I just can't. I fucking they're can't, They're fucking man. idiots. They're fu- like... That made, I, that I, made me mad at the end of the day, and then I had to wait for 20 minutes for my goddamn chicken. <laughs> so I did get home. I got off early. Didn't even get home early because I had to fucking wait for chicken that was supposed to be done. Where was your chicken at? Uh, sorry, sorry that's, that's probably not that big a deal. It's not, it's but it, it just added, it fucking added up. Like, it just, it was the last straw on a fucking terrible day. <laughs> Can we talk about, I, I worked yesterday. Dude, fuck Indiana. Just they forgot f- half my chicken last time I was there. Fuck this whole stupid, fuck this whole stupid redneck state. So... I had to work in three different gas stations in southern Indiana yesterday. <laughs> Michael. Yeah. Well, pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's not inaccurate. Uh, so nobody wearing masks. No. Fucking nobody, including staff. I had a dude. It's, there's a statewide mandate that you have to wear them. There's a sign on the fucking door. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. Every door. Nobody. And they're crowding around me while I'm working. They're getting their drinks. They're, I had, I'm just I like, had God some moron damn it. over my shoulder yeah. asking me how the machine works, breathing on me. I backed up. I just, I, yeah. I backed up. I got, just got like 
five feet away from him. Dude, I'm not And kidding. just waited for him to go away. I had to work on nine different machines. I was doing preventative maintenance. And by the time I got to the ninth machine. Whoa. That was what that was. I don't know what that was. By the time I got to the ninth machine, I was literally ready to fucking murder somebody. Like, I just... I mean, people milling around everywhere. Nobody wearing masks. Everybody just just stupid ass rednecks. I, I just yeah yeah. And, and looking at me as I'm wearing a mask, like I'm the fucking weirdo. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're we're over reporting the COVID deaths too. I oh, found of that course, out today. yeah, of course oh, yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Even though every doctor is like, yeah, in fact, in fact, the the number of cases right now is probably 10 times what's actually yep. being reported. So, but sure. All right. This concludes. Uh, Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you Indiana, have a... Indiana's Spanish for, or uh, Spanish for Wales <laughs> asshole. German for, yeah. Do we have a poetry corner? No. I'm going to quit asking till you're actually... Re- oh, Brad's ready. I'll find right. one. They were Oscar Wilde at heart And they ripped off Emerson They put the cum in cummings They put the dick in Dickinson Polly's Poetry Corner. Take it away, Polly. This is called reaching and searching. It'll reach around for your dick. (laughs) Reaching and searching for love is hard when it's a one-way thing. Reaching to touch your hand only to find rejection reduces me to crying. Searching for you to wipe the tears from my eyes in comfort only causes hope of a relationship to abort. So here I sit, reaching, searching, and hoping for the prayers I'm praying to come true. This may be hard. I got nothing. Yeah. July 2nd, 1998. Yeah. 17 fucking years old. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, I figured it out. I wrote two poems on July 2nd. That was a prolific day for yeah, me. Yeah, it was. This may be harder than you think. Oh, and then I wrote one on July 3rd, too. And then I took a hiatus until <laughs> September 14th. A lot of jerking off in between yeah, I was there. Say, my wrists were occupied. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, sprained a wrist at semi-state jerk-off finals. Cost you the championship. Yeah, it did. What was your next one, uh, your next poem called Arrested Development? <laughs> Oh, God. I just housed that fucking beer. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's juice. I mean, it, yeah, it, it is just juice. Pretty, pretty drinkable. Yeah. Meditating with Gary Busey. I don't know how I got involved in Celebrity Wife Swap. It came from my agent, Hugh. He got the opportunity for me. <laughs> is he married? Yes. Who the fuck is married to him? He's a kid. I think I knew that. Yeah, but Jake, I think, is his name. Who oh, yeah, Jake Busey. Yeah. He was <laughs> in uh, Starship Troopers, I think. Wasn't he in The Mandalorian, too? 
No. I think he is. Jake Busey? Yeah. What was no, he was in You're something. thinking of uh Bobby Cannavale's son. Who? No, I'm definitely not thinking of him. I don't think <laughs> Who the fuck is that? The guy who was in the Mandalorian. Oh, the guy that was in the Mandalorian. The 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 Han so- the the Kmart Han Solo. My god. He does look like Gary Busey. Yeah, he does. Jake Busey. Like, without, with, if like, you could take his Gary fucking, Busey and take all the coke out of the equation. His fucking teeth, man. Wait, what's his uh, IMDb? What's he been in recently? Was there it was the something, was it Peaky Blinders? God, he was in something that I watched. Like, I was like, find his IMDb. holy shit, IMD bags, let's go. Huh? IMD bags, let's go. Um, let's see, Starship Troopers. 2020 Black Zone. Mr. Robot? That was ah, it. Yeah, was yeah, it. He was yeah. in Mr. Robot. Yep, that was it. Swamp Thing. He was in Stranger Things. Oh. Yeah, it was Mr. Robot okay. I was thinking of. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh, You're listening to Look on the Bright Side. Mr. Brightside himself. Matt Polly. <laughs> Always look on the light side of life. We're gonna juice this turn up. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got? What'd you say? I said we're gonna juice this turn up. (laughs) What do you got? Matt, what do you got? Uh, I had my anniversary. Love my my coworkers. My anniversary (laughs) last week. I like most of them. Most of them are fine. The last two guys we hired, fucking racist idiots. It's a, it's a pretty big pool of racist idiots to draw from oh in this county. Oh, my God. <clears throat> anyway, uh, my, I had my anniversary last week. 22 years. So hmm. we, nice. didn't, we didn't do anything. because we did, You did something the week before? Yeah, I worked all weekend and she went camping. So. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I celebrated my anniversary at Brad's house with yeah, Michael and did, Josh. Actually, and, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Michael and Andy. <laughs> yeah. So. Nice. But, yeah, but we did something the week before, so it was cool. Very Nice. Um, yeah, mine was uh, was that get together. Yeah, it was fun. So, like, we just didn't entertain much at our old house. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why. I think because the house was smaller and just not conducive to entertaining. But when we moved, it was like we really wanted to do that, and so to have like all my friends over was really nice. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. <clears throat> it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, Diggory came over, and oh yeah, uh, Josh and Michaela's kids were there, and so. Miles was just eating that up. My older two hid in the rooms, locked themselves in the rooms all <laughs> yeah. night. But Gwen was there. They're teenagers. Gwen was there, got into the house, scared the mm-hmm. shit out of my cat. Mm-hmm. Gwen uh, found some, some balls. Yeah, found some Brad's dad. Found two balls under the... Under the uh, yeah. I found were, a snake skin by my uh, deck. So yeah. if anybody's looking mm-hmm. for a house... Was it a used coffin? Freshly burned to the ground. Yeah, freshly burned to the ground. <laughs> Feel free to put in an offer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I call my used condoms. <laughs> snake skin. Snake skin. <laughs> like a, look at that skin. It's like a snake skin, Dad. Sticky snake skin. <laughs> yeah. that, one, that one appears to have some membrane in it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, um. So mine so, was. Uh, oh, anyway, so that was. I guess that was it. Yeah, it was just. Uh, and we're we're doing another get together this weekend with mm-hmm. all y'all. All y'all. 
friends. No, don't say and that. that. Don't say that because Pinkson will show up. Well, it's interesting because <laughs> hey, you well, it's funny because that one on Saturday was just like shut up. completely random, like last mm-hmm. second spur of the moment. Like I texted you, I was working, and I texted you, and I was like, "Hey, why don't you come over and drink some beer at my house tonight?" And you're like, "Well, I think Josh might be coming up," and I'm like, "Why don't you both come over to my house and drink beer?" Then you're like. Why don't we both come over to your house yeah. and drink beer? And I was like, hey, I'll invite Michael. And so it just turned in like, and Josh was like, can I bring my wife and children? Yeah, sure. So it just ended yeah. up being like this sort of yeah, impromptu like get together. Mm-hmm. And it was just a fun little hangout. We just had some drinks, drink, smoked, smoked some cigars, mm-hmm. had yeah. a good time. I, I drank a lot that night, actually. It wasn't miserably hot like it's going to be this weekend. You walked home. It's fine. Well, I mean, I wasn't drunk. I just he I, locked when himself I, out. When yeah, I, he locked himself out of the house. Yeah, somehow I locked my my the door in from my garage. I don't know how. Which the, is never locked. I never locked that. Like we lock it at night when we go to bed, but I never lock it. And somehow I did. So Elijah had to drive home and let me in. So <laughs> uh, I had a good weekend. I jumped on the pub the pub Zoom call while I was waiting. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I meant to get on that, yeah. but I just didn't have time. So I'm I'm gonna Mostly make it happen. Give shit to Michael Moncton because it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Who was in there? Um, I don't know. It was like eight or nine of us. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so good weekend. Beers with Brad's fun. I also had a giant ass fire. I've been procrastinating <laughs> to burn and finally did. And cause it was so big, we have trees that were right above it. So we were worried about it. Like catching the trees on yeah, fire. Right. Nice. It's nice degrees in here. It is yeah. still hot though. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's headphones. So yeah, made, made a fire. Look what yeah. I have created. That's that's great, Michael. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a fantastic back, guys. contribution. Back in full bloom. That's so. that's great. Uh, music music time. Sure. Hey, songs about time, music, and things. <laughs> what do we got? I don't know what you even just said. Uh, music time. The band is called Fontaine's DC. Uh, that's a great album. It's, it's really a, good. Yeah. Dashboard confessional. No. Fountains of Wayne merger. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's okay. it's a super group. Yeah. Fountains of Fountains of Dashboard Confessional. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure they're from Ireland. I think, I think they are. Yeah. yeah. Is this uh, the new Luke Bryan album that just came out? God damn it, Michael! Will you shut up? <laughs> there God. He is. God damn it! <laughs> um, so I'm coming out of my stupor, and you can't shut your fucking I, mouth. I really like their. I really liked their album, their first album that came out. I think, was that last year or the year before? I think it was last year. Might have been year. a couple years ago. I think it might have been 2018. Anyway, uh, that one was called Doggerel, and I really liked it. It was a lot more aggressive than this album, punk-wise. Mm-hmm. This is more, they're kind of, I don't know how do you categorize it. It's more post-punk. post-punk yeah. yeah, it's like Proto-Martyr and that, uh, Parquet Chords. Yeah, Parquet, they remind me a lot of Parquet Chords. Yeah. So, anyway, um, this song is called A Hero's Death. Like Zoot Suit Riot. <laughs> Long in. Life ain't always empty. Life ain't always empty. 
Life ain't always empty. Yeah, that's funny, me listening Life to this. Life ain't but... always empty. Yeah. <laughs> Life ain't always empty. Life ain't always empty. Don't get stuck in the past. Don't Say your favorite things. Don't get stuck mass. in the past. Yeah, he's got a Tell great accent. Tell your mother that you're lover. He's from Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I just really like that good album. album it is, man. It's on my list. to it again today. So, yep, good stuff. Okay, this is an uh, R&B soul rapish album by an uh, artist called Liv. Uh, L-I-V dot E is how it's stylized. Livy. No, it's just Liv. Um, the album's Couldn't Wait to Tell You. It's a live cover, man. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Play shit down. <laughs> The damn creek is backed up. I hated life. I hated him. Did you really? Yeah. That, God, dude, that album on, is man. Perfect. Throwing Copper is Never a perfect, it is a perfect, perfect album. album. Never liked it. No, oh, you're an idiot. Boy, that was a perfect album. What You are so aggressive anyway. tonight. <laughs> Shut is. up. You just keep talking. I'm trying Shut to up. be more soft. I've tried to be more soft in the, about like musical opinions, but that's a shit. That's a shit opinion. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic album. All right. Okay. Anyway. This may be harder than you think. I ain't going to smell it if that's what you want. What the f- Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, the album's called Couldn't Wait to Tell You. The song's called How It Made Me Feel. Avant-garde jazzy. Yeah, it's like sounds like a sound check. <laughs> yeah, it's like a real smooth avant-garde sort of album. I really, I'm digging the shit out of this album for some reason. Kind of offbeat, a, a little bit. It's not all. I mean, I don't know. I just, I really dig the shit out of this album right now. All so. Right. That was an audible train wreck. I'm not even going to lie. That was a mess. I don't care. It was Whatever. an absolute mess. I absolutely <laughs> hated that. Here's something from Chris Tomlin's new yeah, album. Yeah, this is Chris Tomlin's <laughs> new album. Go, over, go ahead and play whatever boring folk album you're going to play. This isn't folk. Actually, kind of is. Uh, this is called Garden. Actually, kind of is. Uh, the, the artist is Garden. G-U-A-R-D-I-N. Garden. Garden. They're Garden. French. Uh, it's called <laughs> I Think You're Really Cool. Has to be a ukulele, like right? I think so. Yeah, there it's capo on like yeah. the 13th fret. Um, yeah, I know. I love you. Right. This song brings on the weather. Teardrops. 
slip on my sweater I cry in bed whenever I see you guys together Fuck love, it's all a lie I can't sleep, I'd rather die than See that look in your eye it Sucks that I'm not your guy, but I think you're really cool like Much yet. It's yeah. done. Matt, what do you think about that? Pass. <laughs> At least it wasn't an audible dumpster fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are we doing next? I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is going to be maybe the shortest episode we've had since what? Three? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> The 45. Man, your glasses are smoking up, Dude, man. I am sweating like a bastard in here. Jeez. <sighs> do we want to do Fat Bastards? Nah. All right. Well, it's like, I mean, it's a brownie. Yeah, I'll eat them later, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just pass one down. Take a name and pass around. Uh, don't forget to offer some to Jude, though. Yeah. <laughs> he got mega pissed last week. He never eats cookies, ever. <laughs> never. <laughs> Finally asked for on the wood, any. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your fears. We're headed into the new speed. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I've got a couple got a couple of sports stories. News out of the sports world. Oh, sports time. Your sports correspondent. Um. <laughs> Sports trolling is one of my all-time favorite things. You're about to use one of my stories. Am I? I That's all right. Go ahead. No, you're fine. So. (laughs) I think I know what you're going to use. The catcher for the Blue Jays, uh, Reese McGuire, Mm -hmm. was arrested last year for uh, jerking off in his car in a Florida parking lot. Man. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he got arrested for public masturbation. And... He's finally back. He got suspended for it. And so he jerk shash. Yeah, so he's finally back. Uh and they played the they played at the Atlanta Braves the other night. <laughs> and the uh organist for the Braves. You yeah. know how they have they yeah. play like walk up music or whatever. Uh he played uh Beat It by Michael Jackson. <laughs> that's that's pretty magnificent. I had that I literally had that story. That's so, so that's awesome. The you've gotta listen to so the <laughs> The sports cast was so fucking great because it's a it's the commentators. I'm pretty sure they're Atlanta commentators, and so they're just talking, and you can sort of hear it in the background on the organ. And so they're talking, and all of a sudden you hear one of one of the commentators start to sort of break. Because he like recognizes what's happening, so good. Like he won't say anything about it, but you can tell like he caught it, and he just sort of half chuckles while he's talking. He's gonna get that everywhere he goes. Now. So great, man! <laughs> it's fantastic. Man, Absolutely, I made a mess out of this muffin. Yeah, you did. It's kind of exploded on me. Absolutely perfect, perfect trolling. Uh, and then in uh, NBA news, um, yeah, so. They're supposed to be secluded in their bubble, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA had to get on them for, like, <laughs> stop bringing people up to your room to fuck them. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, Instagram models and shit? Yeah, I mean, just, like, anybody. So, like, groupies. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, seriously. Yeah, so... 
Instagram models are trying to get into the bubble. Yeah. So, well, I'm thinking one of them might have su- succeeded because uh, uh, Utah Jazz star guard Donovan Mitchell accidentally went on Instagram live while he was seemingly partaking in some sort of intimacy. Wow. Oh. How do you accidentally yeah, go on Instagram see, live? I, that is fucking bullshit. So I want to get out of the bubble. It's one of it's one of only two. There's only one of two explanations for this in my mind. One, there's no way it's accidental. One, if it was, well, I guess he it was, did it or she did. If it. it was accidental, it was because he was trying to record it like or yeah, other he did it. to watch later or yeah, something, which is yeah. and instead of doing the regular video it was on Instagram and hit Instagram. Well, live. if your phone is full. You can get on Instagram and still record things. Okay. Well, it's either that or I, I don't like he, th- this was, I think this was totally into, he was just looking to get likes and yeah, like whatever. Did he, he get a lot of likes? I'm sure he did. Well, it got deleted. Mm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you can just kind of like, you don't see anything. You just kind of hear it. Oh God. <laughs> and <laughs> so <laughs> like, <laughs> Those good old turtle fucking. We need rest. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. The guy who's the bottom is on the top. The guy who's on the top is on the bottom. (laughs) 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 That was Richard Rohr, by the way. (laughs) Where the guy who's the bottom is on the top. The guy who's on the top is on the bottom. Not to taste consistency. Oh my god! Anyway, so yeah, I mean, like, there were speculations. Like, was he watching porn or whatever? And it's like, yeah, I don't think so. I'm pretty He's sure. Porn. Porn. Yeah, I'm guessing. Pretty sure was, somebody else was involved. I'm guessing he was more producing at that point. Yeah, than, yeah. <laughs> producing, so. directing, and starring. In. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> he's a trifecta. That's uh, that's that's what I got. Woo! What do you got, Matt? Uh, from Sky News, Americans warned not to drink hand sanitizer after four die and oh, others go partially man. blind. Wait, what? They a, total, go- a total of 15 people, 13 men and two women. That's not shocking. Were admitted to hospital after ingesting sanitizer in, the, in uh. Arizona and New Mexico in May and June. A new report from the CDC said all of them aged 21 to 65 had drunk hand sanitizer containing methanol, an ingredient deemed not acceptable by the U.S. Regulatory Food and Drug Administration. Mm. Four people out of the 15 died. Three left hospital with new visual impairments and six had seizures as they were admitted, oh including three gosh. of those who died. The report said four of the patients were still in the hospital as of July 8th. So there's no update on whether they have suffered long-term effects. One of the patients was a 44-year-old man who had gone to a doctor because he was experiencing sudden visual impairment. The report said he had drunk an unknown quantity of alcohol-based sanitizer during the few days after seeking before seeking medical care. Wow. He had high methanol levels in his blood. He experienced seizures and had to undergo, undergo dialysis. God. Uh, the man recovered from acute methanol poisoning after six days in, in the hospital, but was left with near total vision loss. I mean, I, it's hard to feel sorry. For, like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, this is where I say that, like, this last <clears throat> four years has turned me into just a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. I feel, I feel nothing mm-hmm. right there. Like. Mm-mm. I should probably feel some sort of pity, win stupid, some sort play of stupid like, games, win stupid prizes. But like, I, I just, like how do you? I don't, know. I don't know. How do you not know that that's a bad idea? I yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, that was uplifting. Mm. Um, what are you looking at, butthead? Nothing now. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing. I put bleach in my drink. I drank hand sanitizer, so. Um, in science news. I feel like I should have a science, uh, science noise. news. People are fucking idiots. I guess technically that first one was science news. Uh, this is actually good science news. <clears throat> a giant nuclear fusion reactor. Fusion, not fission. Right. Reactor hotter than the sun is to, prov- to provide unlimited clean energy to the world marks a milestone. In France, President Emmanuel Macron. Yeah, that's, that's how you say that. Macron. No. Macron? That's definitely not a French accent. Macron. Patron. No, Patron. Macaroni. Yes. Emmanuel Patron. I love macaroni. Held a, held a is ceremony. That God with us? Macaroni and cheese? <laughs> held a ceremony July 27th to launch the assembly phase of one of humanity's most complex engineering projects ever attempted a giant nuclear fusion reactor. <clears throat> a, mach- a machine that would, could produce relatively unlimited amounts of clean power. Um, it's being collaborated on by 35 nations China, India, Japan, Korea, Russia, and the United States, technically, I guess. I don't know. Um, Alongside the 28 states of the European Union, plus, Switzer- plus Switzerland. Are Switzerland not part of the EU? I don't know. I thought they were. Or they're just like, have any or they're, they're staying in the middle. They're right? like, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> they show up in beige jumpsuits. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fucking <clears throat> The 20 billion euro ITER project is something straight out of Marvel's Iron Man films. Conceived decades ago in 1985. It was finally launched in 2006. It's been delayed by numerous Wait, setbacks. Wasn't there, a, wasn't there a Val Kilmer vehicle about this kind of thing? About nuclear fusion? The Saint. The Saint. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, before Val Kilmer weighed as much as three Val Kilmers. <laughs> he looked as a fucking sausage, man. They tried to get him in the new, in the new Top Gun. They but they had to put him in a C5 Galaxy. They couldn't, they couldn't <laughs> squeeze his ghost in there. <laughs> <laughs> They had to put him in one of the heavy lifters. Yeah, that's right. It's not really flying fighters anymore. Yeah, he's flying so cargo. He's flying a fucking C-130. He's not just flying the cargo. He is the cargo. I mean, they kept they stuffed him in. They finally got him in there. Jaws of life. And it, for some reason, they kept bottoming out. They had, to, la- they had to lash tried, him down in the tried middle. Tried to launch him off the carrier, but it just plunged him straight into the fucking yeah, ocean. Whatever the pontoon, pontoon version of a jet fighter is, that's what he was in. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm um, sorry, Val. It's the it's the core of the sun, which from which nuclear <laughs> that was really mean guys. We were really mean. I take it all back. From which nuclear fusion technology is based. So it's it's based on what the core of the sun is. Right. Um, I didn't think this was actually possible. Anyway, it produces four times as, as much energy without the risk of meltdowns as nuclear fission. Right. So, nuclear right, fission. Nuclear fission. Is, you're, nuclear fission. You're splitting atoms. Yes, nuclear fusion. Of course. You're combining. You're fusing them. You're fusing them right. together. I get it. But like, I didn't think it was possible. Okay. Well, uh, the ITER, which stands for International Thermal Nuclear Experimental Reactor, requires millions of different components assembled over five years to create a reactor weighing over twenty-seven thousand tons. Uh, required for atomic fusion to be or achieved. One Val Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> We we're looking at a fat shame ice man. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna do? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, requires uh, three thousand tons of super heavy magnets. <laughs> you are still dangerous. Some no, you're dangerous. You fat I can't remember. No, it wasn't Days of Thunder. Thunder. No, it was Top Gun. Um, 
Anyway, they'll be these these magnets will be linked together with 124 miles of superconducting cables. Construction's underway no. in France. <laughs> Sorry, can't, can't. Days of Thunder. Carrie Elway's played the uh, Val Kilmer character in Days of Thunder. Yeah, he did. Yes. Yeah, and they made him look just like Iceman. Yeah, they, they it's did. Like, what the yeah. fuck is going Carrie on? Carrie Elway's played that. Yes, That's right. No, was it Carrie Elway? Yes, it absolutely was. Well, who was Rowdy Burns? That was yeah, but he was not the true villain. The villain ended up being yeah, Carrie right. Elway's. I don't remember his name in the movie, but that's right. <sighs> anyway, driving the Hardy's number, whatever the fuck. It <laughs> yeah, was it a Hardy? I get that one. In I don't know how we got from nuclear fusion to Carrie Elway's in Days of Thunder. In the movie, it's Coal Trickle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit better than Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Yeah, but that was supposed to be a, a joke. Like Cold Trickle does the like if if you gave me a list of like NASCAR drivers. <laughs> well, there was one named Dick Trickle years ago. Oh man, did you not know that? Uh, no. ESPN used to put where he'd finished. Yes, every 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 race. He'd always be like thirty fourth. Dick Trickle finished thirty fourth. Uh, when operational, the parts will be kept at minus four hundred fifty two degrees Fahrenheit by the world's largest cryogenic freezer. Um. This part is important since the fuel, heavy hydrogen atoms gathered from seawater, will need to be heated inside a super hot plasma to 1,500,000 degrees Celsius, Jesus. 10 times hotter than the core of the sun, before the atoms can overcome their magnetic repulsion and fuse together, hence the term nuclear fusion. Anyway, there's a guy named Cole Custer. He's a current NASCAR driver. They're saying um, that his grandfather was a great general. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yeah, he's the one that slaughtered all the fucking Indians. It was a joke. And they got his ass kicked yeah, he got his by the fucking Indians. Fucking yeah. ass handed yeah, to him. <laughs> Ryan Newman. He's another guy. Kyle Larson. Are you just going to read NASCAR names all night? Yeah. yeah. Just Can white, I finish my fucking story? Brennan Poole. <laughs> you know we did a NASCAR generator thing, right? Like I remember. Ten episodes ago. Yeah, but you don't need to because the no. real ones are just as good. Um, anyway, the first plasma is scheduled for December 2025, and then they're looking at maybe generating the first power within 10 years of that. Right. So mm. how does it get from France to here? I don't know. I don't know how, <laughs> like, like, lightning bolts. I mean, they're saying, like, for the world, like, energy for I know, the world. but that's what so, I mean. And I, I would assume they would sell it to us. Yeah. How does it get here? I mean, and Walmart bags. <laughs> God fucking damn it, man. I should have just I should have just called you guys and said let's not even fucking bother tonight. <laughs> Val Kilmer C one third. Oh gosh. You know what it sounds like? I'm just asking, you know? No, Michael, what does it sound like? Yeah, I picked up some some energy at Walmart. He's definitely playing the ref in a Top Gun <laughs> That volleyball scene, he will not be partaking in anything other than officiating. He's the, he's the guy that just stands on the back line and goes like this did when it's not, out. Did he not die in the first one? No. No, Iceman? that was Goose. That was Goose, oh. man. That was Anthony Edwards, RIP. They should bring Goose back to the second one. I'm pretty sure Goose's son is in the second oh, one. Oh, of course he is. There's somebody that looks suspiciously like Goose is in the, the second one. plastic <laughs> likeness of uh, Meg Ryan in this one? I don't know. I don't think so. 
<laughs> Don't get her too close to a flame. <laughs> She'll melt. The wax replica that used to be Meg Ryan. We've reached new levels yeah, of this terrible. This is bad. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? Yeah, I stabbed a man in the heart. I saw that. Brick killed a guy. Did you throw a trident? Yeah, there were horses and a man on fire, and I killed a guy with a trident. Brick, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You should find yourself a safe house or a relative close by. Lay low for a while, because you're probably wanted for murder. I'm proud of you, fellas. You all kept your head on a swivel. Michael. That's what you gotta do when you find yourself in a vicious cockfight. Had to make it to cockfight. Hey, Val Kilmer. Looked like a fucking alarm on a bad day. You baby gorilla. <laughs> Inconceivable! <laughs> All right, what are we doing? Oh my god, I have no idea. <clears throat> we're going to fucking hell's where we're going. Yeah, Jeez. I mean, you know, probably. Did you guys see that picture of, uh, of uh, what's his face? Uh, Will Smith. Got his teeth knocked out while golfing. No. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Holy shit. Pictures on Instagram. Oh, my God. He looks like a method. Yeah, it literally is in my Was he feed. standing in front of the tee? I don't know exactly oh how. It, it literally is in my newsfeed. I just I just opened up Facebook, and there it was. Um, so Jason Derulio took golfing lessons from Will Smith over the weekend. Jason, wait, wait, wait. He took lessons from Will Smith who got his teeth knocked out. Yeah, Jason I'd want a refund. Jason, wait, Jason no, no. Derulio? Jason Derulio. showed his massive cock on Instagram or something. What's his name? Jason Derulio. I spelled Derulio. It was like an underwear pick and it literally looked like he had a goddamn eight-pound bratwurst in his underwear. He accidentally swung his golf club too hard and whacked Will in the mouth, causing him to lose Dude, a few teeth. why the fuck was he that close? I don't know. Oh, my God. Let me see. Let me see the pick. Well. Oh, my. We know, we know how Will Smith actually lost his teeth. I, don't, I can't stop that. How did that happen? Boy, that's... Uh... This yeah. might be yes, it was definitely a golf club that took out Will Smith. Six inches in front of your face. No, no, it's definitely bigger than six inches. Okay, and that motherfucker was at rest too, man. <laughs> like that was napping. <laughs> like that, that shit. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it is. That's, I mean, talk about a baby arm. That, I mean, my God. More like a baby femur. Jesus Christ. That is really something. Makes, I'm makes, assuming his wife is hollow. Makes, I mean, I... No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nope. God damn it. I makes MC Hammer, the pumps in a bump video, look like a... Look like a, a micropene. hung like a pimple. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh well, I ain't going to smell it if that's what you want. <laughs> Don't look that up unless you would get poked in the eye. Jesus. Not to taste the consistency. <laughs> well, well. Look at all this fresh meat. Oh, <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh. my God. Oh. <laughs> yep, this is when we get the most feedback next week. Yep. This whole episode. Yep, I'm the last wait. 15 minutes. I am ready for that email. From Val Kilmer to Cucumber Man. It's uh, <laughs> going to go ahead and just publicly apologize. I'm sorry, guys. Boy. Mm. Yeah. I regret nothing. <laughs> Boy, I love sausage. Well, <laughs> I hope somebody does because we're oh getting plenty of it. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh. Well, yeah, so Will Smith got his teeth knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> but Jason Derulo's massive cock. <laughs> You're going to poke an eye out with that thing. Oh, just Will Smith. Sorry, man. I was just trying to take a piss. <laughs> it's, like, it's the literal size of a jackhammer. Uh, oh man oh my god oh gosh michael what do you you got buddy that wasn't even my news feed (laughs) just want to do nascar names (laughs) i just saw the picture again (laughs) jesus christ that anaconda that you're talking about my god Anaconda is one of the most dangerous snakes in the world. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> the anaconda kills its prey by dropping out of trees and knocking it unconscious, much like Jason Derulo's dick. <laughs> Just that's Will Smith. It, it also suffocates people. <laughs> Just drops it on your head and knocks you out cold. <laughs> the, the victim can't breathe. <laughs> All right, uh, Cheetos is coming out with mac and cheese. I heard about this. Coming we got to get, stores. We got to get some of these on the pod, man. Coming out with uh, Flamin' Hot, um, Bold and Cheesy, and Cheesy Jalapeno. Ooh. Yeah, that one sounds awesome. I pretty much eat all those. Yep. And they're spiral, so they're... Yeah, we need to... Uh, when those come out, we got to get those on the, the pod. The Flamin' Hot we'll are do red. A, we'll do, yeah, <laughs> those are... Those Naturally are, those are in a swollen prostate waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that makes your jizz a different color. <laughs> Who needs hemorrhoids? Shooting out neon red. <laughs> like Darth Vader's lightsaber. <laughs> Close in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I am sweating so bad. You guys hear that sperm oh. don't swim? Scientists have been fooled for 350 years. They spin. They're, they're corkscrewed. Really? Right round, yeah. baby, right round. Like a record, like a record baby. baby. <laughs> yeah. So for 350 years, people thought sperm. I mean. She gets around like a like record. Don't pretend like you knew better than the scientists. No, I didn't. That, no, yeah. what I was saying is, but haven't they, I mean, like haven't they seen those in Petri dishes swim? Well, that it was all an illusion. They were, they were <laughs> an illusion, Michael. Michael. <laughs> um, so, it's, what's that guy's name? <laughs> the giant dick guy. Just <laughs> a Derulo. His, his have their own gravitational pull, so they orbit. <laughs> they studied his. They, they draw their egg to them. <laughs> Just sucks it right in. It just come out like footballs, <laughs> like one of those automatic football throwers. It's like a pitching machine. 
Of course, he's halfway to the ovary by the point. I was going to say. The time he, gets, he blows it out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just... Uh, boy. <laughs> so... So sperm, human sperm travel oh. through fluid to reach and fertilize an egg. Um, <laughs> Tell us more, Michael. Scientists thought sperm moved through by wiggling their tails side to side, like eels do. Also, like <laughs> like people who get off of Jason Derulio. <laughs> Walking side to side. We're going to need a break after this. I'm going to have to regroup after we're done here. This is the worst episode oh, ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, new, almost did a spin take. Oh. new research shows that sperm tails, sperm tails, woo, <laughs> can only wiggle to one side uh, to avoid going in circles. Sperm roll as they move forward, corkscrewing. Through fluid like a drill. <laughs> Boy, there's a lot going on in that sentence. And I liked, I liked every part of it. Like a drill. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes more sense if you're talking about something that has to burrow inside of an egg. What, I mean, wouldn't it make more sense that it would have to act like a drill to like... Get... Like wood bees? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the oh, the discovery can help experts identify unhealthy sperm and understand the causes of male infertility. Apparently, hmm. so uh, so like the people that are infertile, they don't corkscrew. Is that what they're saying? I don't know. <laughs> but they're not. They're not. <laughs> oh no! It's uh, just Power Girl sound effects. <laughs> There's fucking eight hours of this <laughs> on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Arulio goes to work. <laughs> you guys were penis shaming him. No, no, no I wasn't. We're not. I'm literally standing and saluting. I wouldn't shame we're him. Uh, I wouldn't shame him. Afraid he'd beat me to death with it if I did. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Anyway, sperm is apparently critical for fertilization of almost every living organism. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah think. Think. on the planet, including humans. Wow, this is businessinsider.com. Breaking news. Why, it must have been a slow business day. <laughs> There's some fucking nerd in the yells across the, the room. Hey, guess what? Hey, did you guys know that you got to have sperm to fertilize an egg? No. <laughs> to reproduce hum- human sperm, I uh, have to swim. Well, now we know spiral, a distance equivalent to climbing Mount Everest to find the egg. Michael, we need to move on. We need to get out of this story right now. They, just they, had, I just, they, they can, I just had a vision of Jason Derulo <laughs> acting like the cattle killer or cattle gun in No Country for Old Men. He, just, he drops his pants. To, <laughs> <laughs> can take out a lock with it. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So, <laughs> somebody cut this lock. <laughs> so they can, they complete the journey to Mount Everest by simply wiggling their tail, uh, moving fluid to swim forward. Are we still talking about this? We get it, Michael. They corkscrew into the egg. We get it. 
Just next story. Sperm was first discovered in <laughs> 1677. No, nope, discovered long before that. To <laughs> roughly 200 years before scientists agreed. That's how humans were actually formed. Oh. <laughs> 1877 is when we learned that sperm was the thing that did Post-Civil it. Post-Civil War. Yeah. That was during Reconstruction. Somebody was like, you know what we need to figure out? That's crazy. How are babies made? Nobody knew till the 1800s. Jesus Christ. Oh. But swim don't sperm like or sperm don't swim like eels. Confirm that today. In conclusion. Well. All right. What else? What else do you have? I do have one that's kind of a weird story. Um, right, because that was perfectly normal. Well, I mean, it's it. Tough love. This is a, I hate this. Uh, Phoenix family gives away teens belongings after a high speed joyride in family's range. Road, or no, don't. No, yeah, I mean, don't, what don't. Do you, what do you expect to do there? <clears throat> like, uh, I just, I mean, dude, don't do that. I'm not, I mean, I'm sure there like, there's more to it than just, you know, this isn't like, this doesn't seem like it's a first time offense. I'm sure it isn't, but still. But like, still, he's on, looks like he's on, his, in his driveway, in his bed, which is in the driveway, and all his belongings are there. And he's sitting on the bed, on the bed, yes, with uh, a big sign that says, sorry, I stole my parents' car. See, and Don't shame your kids. Yeah, it's not fucking like, helpful. Don't fucking shame. I hate that shit. It doesn't Don't help. shame your goddamn it, kids. It really doesn't. It, like, that is, yeah. That's, when his... Girlfriend looks him up on Google. This is the shit that's going to come up. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Uh, there's no... I mean, should he have stolen the car? Of course not. No. But, like, it doesn't excuse, <laughs> excuse that, the behavior. That's just a of symptom like, of a larger problem. Yeah. And giving away his shit isn't going to fix and that. And shaming yeah. him and making him... No. Like, humiliating him out on the driveway. God. <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. stupid. No. Fuck that. Not a fan of that. That's and just it, driving a wedge. Yeah. And I, like, honestly, fuck the news station that made this a thing. Like, Fox 13, Tampa Bay. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck you, Fox, for many We reasons. don't need this shit out there. This kid does not need this. And it, the kid said, it's it's kind of weird, but I think it's a fair punishment. No, it's not. I mean. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> I don't know. Fun fact. He doesn't actually think that's a fair punishment. No. He's saying that for the camera <clears throat> and then plotting how fucking quickly he can get out of there once he turns 18. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, ready to go further up, further in. Oh my God. Yes. We need to do we something. We need a break. Yeah. Like Jason. Yeah. What well, I am Nisha, he's Nisha, she is Nisha too. I am Nisha, we are Nisha. I believe that you are Nisha too. Ninja theology, ladies and gentlemen. No. I don't know how many times we have to have this conversation. I, I brought my book over. Did I bring my book? Um, I bring my book. I'll be back. Apparently not. Well, I'm glad we're prepared for this segment. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I guess I could play some. Yeah. I got a song mm. I could play. There we go. We're... 
that the Doogie Howser thing? No. It's not? No. You know what it is? No. Quantum Leap. <laughs> the old Scott Bank. The next yeah. leap will be the leap home. Yeah. <laughs> Never watched that show. Oh, it's I watched way too many episodes. Weren't enough. Weren't any titties in it. It was on yeah. when I was in high school. That was all I was looking. For. It was on mm-hmm. USA one time when I was sick, but it was like all day. So I watched like probably over the course of like three days. I probably watched twenty episodes. <laughs> the orig- you were the original binge watcher. Yeah, on, on USA. <laughs> well, uh, do you want to read what we're doing? Oh, oh so, so Ninja Theology. We're going to cover. Uh, we're going to cover co-ology. a couple of them tonight. Coology. Go on. We're, Koala theology. We're going <laughs> <we're> to <laughs> cover a couple of them tonight because next week is going to play koala mating noises. Yeah, one of them is uh, one of them is pretty short. Do I have one of those? Let me see. Here. No, you don't. Stop it. Am I reading this one? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, um, this one's just called announcement. Tanzen wrote sixty postal cards on the last day of his life and asked an attendant to mail them. Then he passed away. The cards read, "I am departing from this world." This is my last announcement. Tanzan, July 27th, 1892. He went full Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Was it, I like half of you less than I should, or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. like, That's how I feel about the world. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, what do you got, Michael? Matt and I have nothing for either. I don't of really these, have so. much for this one. Um, I, I didn't want to skip it just because I, I did like it the first time I read it. Um, just the idea that I don't know. There, there, it, it's a weird, it's a weird one to throw in there, right? I mean, here's what here's all. I, what, I've what's got your a take on thoughts. it? So one of one is that it reminds me of one of my favorite ever Kurt Vonnegut sayings. With my, if I ever decide to get another tattoo, it's going to have this in it. Is the phrase "so it goes," which is what. Kurt Vonnegut in the book Slaughterhouse Five. Anytime anybody dies, he just so it goes, and that's what it reminds me of. Is like that idea that like when you Tanzan was able to, he understood that like death was just death is just part of the journey. Like that's just you know what I mean. Like he's just like this is my last announcement. So it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like there's this. A, there's a casualness to it. There's a casualness to it. Almost just like yeah, I'm dying. I'm, I'm dead. Here. This is my last announcement. I'm dead. I'm gone. Like, I would love to get to the point where, you know, when I'm on my deathbed, whenever that is, to be able to have this almost, I don't know if laissez-faire attitude is the is the right phrase, but like, just kind of like, yeah, this is, I mean. So long. I'd like to be, I would like to be prepared enough for it. Mm-hmm. And by prepared, I mean like. I've lived in such a way that I have prepared myself to the, for the fact that this is part of the journey. Right. This is part of like death. Isn't like a failure. Death is just, it is, mm-hmm. you know, I think we, in our culture, we look at death as a failure in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we see it as a failure of God in a lot of ways. We see it as, um, yeah. I mean, I just think, I just think we see it as a, um, it's like this. I mean, I think we all have this sense that it's inevitable, but we deny it, deny it, deny yeah. it. And this is an embracing of your death. 
in my opinion. Just he's just embraced it. Like and so you he has the he's so comfortable with it that he's just able to send this out almost almost humorous yeah. <laughs> postcard yeah. that's mm-hmm. just like well, Adi- I'm dying now. Adios, Later, taters. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, peace. I'm out. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just kind of reminded me of. It reminded me of Vonnegut of the "So It Goes," just that kind of. Uh, it, you know, it's resignation. <clears throat> I'm not even sure we deny it. I mean, I think there are a lot of people who do deny death, but I think even people who accept that it's inevitable run from it. Yeah. yeah or or absolutely. they or they want it early than it's due up, too. Well, that's possible. Yeah. Is this a? Uh, I mean, in a weird way, is it a suicide note? Is it? No, no. no I'm not saying he killed himself, but it, but there are similarities of like. No, deuces. I'm out. I don't think so, and I think I think context <clears throat> context matters here because you're you're seeing a. I mean, this we've had Tanzan as a Zen master in a couple of these. Yeah. yeah. So this is a guy who is known for his teaching, known for his sayings, known for his. Um you know, sense of, I don't know if enlightenment is the right word, but like kind of an, you know, so I think you would expect, you know, you would, I think you would expect uh, something super eloquent to come out something, you know what I mean? Like some final word that's going to really like tie everything together. And he's just like, I'm out. It was 1892. So he was like, babies come from sperm. Yes. He'd mastered that already. Yes. He was like, "Hasta la vista, baby." Yes. So I, you know, I think, like I said, I think the context matters there, and he, you know, I just, I just think that we have expectations of like, you know, what you think about what a guy like Richard Rohr would say if he has a chance to say anything. It'd for be his something last similar, words, probably. But you would, you would probably mm-hmm. go. Man, it would be great if he'd write like this essay or something. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not super verbose. Right. There's no yeah. verbosity to it at all. He's just like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. But no, I don't think it's I don't think it's anything near like a suicide note. Well, like, I just mean in the same. Like, I don't know. No, because to me, I mean, suicide is a symptom of a disease. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a disease of you know depression, anxiety, whatever it is that has driven you to hopelessness. That is driven to that point. Suicide is, is, is a little different. That's a, yeah, it, it's a, it's part of a, it's a symptom of a disease, but there aren't a lot that like, this is like the, that's the only thing I ha- I know to compare it to just in terms of like n- notes that people get, you know, is, is around death is, you know, the, the worst kind, you know? Well, I mean, that's true in that sense. Yeah. So it, it, it's, but that's where the comparison, but that's probably, yeah, stop. yeah, yeah. That's, that's just me in my context, seeing it, you know, as, as a, well, and I like the idea I'm departing from this world. It's like, I'm just going somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's, that's what it's, I'm saying. it's part of the journey instead of, instead of just like a, I don't know, I, maybe failure is not the right word, but I just think mm-hmm. we see it a lot of times as a negative. Yeah. And I don't, it doesn't. I don't. We get see the impression. It as, we see it as an ending. I don't get the impression that Tanzan saw it as a negative. It was just yeah. like a thing. Like this is just. The, this is just. A, this a, is the thing. There's the next part thing. of existence is not existing. Yeah. At some point, and yeah. to I think true freedom is to take those things in together. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I think there are. And I will give props where props are due. I think there are some Christians who come to accept their absolutely their fate knowing 
to them knowing that heaven, quote unquote, is a possibility sure. for them, is a reality for them. And they have the sort of the same idea. I'm departing this world. I mean, I think of grandma and grandpa. I'm sure they felt that way. Um, mom will feel that way, I'm sure. Right. You know, I mean, probably dad as well. Like that it's, I'm just departing. I'm moving on to whatever the next thing is. Now, for them, it's heaven. For Tanzan, it's probably something else. For us, it's probably something else, whatever. Maybe it's a great nothingness. I don't know. I don't care. I'll be dead. So, But there's at least that, that idea of um, just the next step in the journey, whatever the next step is. Yeah. Which nobody knows. Right. So, You guys have a playlist for your funeral? No, I don't. I don't know if I even really want a funeral. What do you want? I nothing. You just want to be like. I struggle with this. Nothing. I, I struggle. I, I I'll I struggle personally with. I mean, I'm sure this is something I would maybe need to discuss in therapy at some point. But like, I, I struggle with the tension of like wanting to be remembered, but then at the same time also understanding that I'm not going to be remembered. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I think I think so much we focus the on remembrance will be temporary. So much we focus on, like, <coughs> building our legacy. Well, it, your legacy's fucked. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. nobody's going to remember you in 100 years. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, that's just the 100 years. All new people. No, that's not the one. All new people. There's a Sigur Rose song, song that I want. Which one is it? Do you know, three. Is it three? Um, and yeah, it's yeah. Song. You think this this is his? To me, this this, this is, is his funeral. Is him? I mean, yeah, I mean, I way. think I just think yeah. it's interesting that he could have. I also think this shows to me it shows a lack of ego. Because I think I think if to if he but in have, sending it there is a little bit of ego. Uh, maybe because I would say I, I had the same thought, but I don't want to trigger Matt. <laughs> like no, seriously though, I was thinking like it takes a lot of ego to to. Here's a, here's a bunch of postcards. Send them out to. But like I also 60 think people. there's a beauty in. I think he's dead. clearly trying to teach something here. What is it? That this yeah, is just part of it. Step, Impermanence yeah. is part of it. Like, yeah, because I guess I guess it did seem like. So you'd have to assume that there were other announcements before it, because he says this is my last announcement. I mean, he could have said he could have just said he could have gone through this long, eloquent thing, this long like. Yeah, dude. I, this, this, this is the, I want this to be playing when I die. This is the, but the best description I've heard of the song. This yeah. is the sound of dying. Yeah, yeah. I want this to be what it sounds like when yeah, I die. Absolutely. Um, Untitled three on Sigur Rose's first album. Yeah. Uh, the the parentheses. Yeah, album. the parentheses album. Um. So, I yeah, I just I think it shows a lack of ego because he didn't take the opportunity to be super eloquent and like I'm really gonna blow him away with this teaching. Yeah, I think he sees the simplicity of there's a simplicity in death that it's it's like I said, that death is just part of the package. Yep. Yeah, it's not. It, you know what I mean? Like, and I said, I, I think I still would say that we are a death denying culture, that we run from it. We yeah, deny I th- that yeah, it's going to happen, so too. Yeah, that I mean, look at Instagram influencers and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. That is people that. I mean, I think behind all of that insecurity is actually the fear of death that I can put, if we can put this off that we can, you know what I mean? It's like, so I I just, I just think there's something beautiful and simple about just sending this thing out and going, 
This is my last announcement. I'm out of here. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. I'm out. I agree. So Matt, do you have a playlist for your funeral? I don't. I mean, that's, I want that. I mean, you could play, I mean, there'd probably be some Sufjan stuff on there. There'd be some Sigur Rose. Yeah. Um, no, I've just, I've never really put one together because I think it would we be. We should do an episode. I've, I've, I've got a, we should I, do an I do actually have pastor's, a pastor's funeral. Well, let's put one together. I mean, I don't think, I mean, anything, I could I don't think, think of anything wrong with that. I could yeah. think of a few. Yeah, yeah I, I could I could come up with some pretty easily. I've got twenty two songs. So well, I mean, let's, I I mean think, that's yeah. see that my grave is kept clean by Dylan. There'd yeah, be a lot of awesome. uh, Johnny Cash on there probably. <laughs> no um, hard feelings by the Abbott Abbott brothers. Yeah, Abbott. Further on up the road, Johnny Cash. Many rivers this? to cross. This is Dylan. Mm-hmm. See that my grave is kept clean. This is off his first album, Jan and Dean. I fucking love Dead Man's song. Curve by Jan kind and Dean. But there's one kind of favor I'll ask you. There's just one kind of favor I'll ask you. I need to clean this up. This is some of this was like when I was a, can't see that a Christian. I wrote, I put some of these in here. And there's two white horses following me. <laughs> Fucking A. And there's two white horses following me. God, I love that album so much. Here's one I want to play. traditional Irish song um, this is specifically uh, Peter Holland's The Hound and the Fox but that doesn't sound like a Peter oh I got one okay maybe we should just do this the rest of the fucking episode <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm thinking of a bunch of songs now. Like, <clears throat> anyway, the song's called "The Parting Glass." So to me, the parting glass. Good wow, night that's awesome. Enjoy yeah. Gotta actually have a couple different versions of that song on mine. Who you got? Tommy, Tommy Waits. Which version this or Cash's? Oh, They're both so good. I know. I went, I, I went with this one, but Cash's is almost more. Was a place I know. Oh man, this is good. The train goes slow. Yeah, I'd have to go with this. Fuck, now I'm thinking of you dying. Stop. Stop. You're dead to me. <laughs> I expect all, both of you to stand up and say that at my funeral. <laughs> Matt Polly. We'll walk in wearing shirts. Matt is Polly dead is dead, dead, dead to me. me. Oh my god. Heard it's on and on and on by Wilco. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Shit, now you got through my old music now. <laughs> fuck me, man. I think we just have an episode, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, fuck, doing the, it right other, now? fuck is this, the other Is this the episode? We'll yeah. Okay. What is this? This is On and On and On by Wilco. Okay. On and on and on, we'll stay together, yeah. 
I, uh, I, I kind of want to be cremated, but if I, if I am not, I want this on my tombstone, on and on and on. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think I want to be cremated too. Yeah. Should we have our ashes mixed together? <laughs> the bastard soup. Here, here, here lie the bastards. We can sell it on our Patreon. <laughs> Little vials. Yeah. So we'll always be with Please you. Please don't cry. We're designed to die. Don't deny what's inside. Fucking hey, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, have you guys heard No Hard Feelings? Mm, no. Okay. Body won't hold me anymore, and it finally lets me free. Will I be ready when my feet won't walk another mile? And my brothers, brothers, last kiss goodbye. Will my hands be steady? When I lay down my fears, my hopes and my doubts, the rings on my fingers and the keys to my house, with no hard feelings. When the sun hangs low in the west, you hear their interview with Pete Holmes. Yeah, it's good. Won't be kept. Held at bay any longer When the jealousy fades away And it's ash and dust For cash and lust it's good, yeah And it's just hallelujah And love and thought Love in the words Love in the songs they sing in the church and no hard feelings. Lord knows they haven't done much good for anyone. Kept me afraid and cold with so much to have. I think it's weird that yeah. we started off so fucking goofy and this is turning into the death episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but hey, I got one. fuck it, it is what it is. Um, Joseph Arthur. Oh, man. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be around. Yeah. When you can't find your way home, I'll be around. It's maybe the best song he's ever I'll written. I'll be around the world. I know Redemption Sun. Wow, there's that. Everyone you know has let you down I'll be around I'll be around a while When the night twists up just like a snake I'll be around I'll be around 
are closed but your mind's away I'll be around I'll be around the while yeah, so. yeah, So I've got another Wilco song <laughs> uh, Everlasting Everything mm-hmm. What album's this on? Uh, this is on Wilco, the album Oh yeah that's an underrated album. Kind of People is. hated it. I know. I liked it. Alive must Every building built to the sky will fall. Don't try to I think he wrote this when his dad died. Did he? I think so. Everlasting love is a lie. So this next one is um, by my favorite band, The Swell Season. Um, and, and I like like this song, well, because I, I think of it not in terms of context of a funeral, but it is on my funeral playlist. Um, but it's, it, it, it's a song that is at the beginning of an adventure. And that's how I want to feel about death. Not, not that I think that there's an afterlife, right? but I feel like there there is some sort sort of something after that. Um, so this song is uh, called Feeling the Pull. So. Well, I'm heading back to pack a bag to head out on the road to take away Um, uh, I, I, a little Don Chaffer actually. Oh, okay, and, and this is an upbeat song. I just we're going to the Christian section of our. <sighs> yeah, but he's so, but not. That's like, all right. Yeah, yeah he. Oh, yeah, I got he, one ready for it. I freaking love this is off his guy. "What You Don't Know" album. Dude, that album was awesome. It's the opener, "Luckiest Man on the Face of the Earth." Yeah. It's about uh, uh, Joe DiMaggio. No, no, uh, uh, Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Yep. Well, maybe. Hold on a minute. There we go. <laughs> you were the best supporting actor, the unforeseen factor. I just listened to this album not long ago. I need it's a fantastic album. It's kind of a double album a little bit. In the back half of this oh, album. Yeah, it's so
Like, I mean, that's great. That, isn't that how you want to go out? Yeah. Like, as, as grumpy and as shitty of a human being as I am sometimes, I I'm really recognize how fortunate yeah, I am. After we're done, yeah. after we're done with all the music, we should talk about how we feel about death. Okay. I, I just, I mean, let's I, just go there. Okay, we're, we're that's there, fine. so let's just go there. That's fine. Yeah. Um. So uh, this is uh, Cigaros. I also the one that you oh, played earlier was one that yeah. I, yeah. Uh, this is Festival. Yeah. I need it. Where's I wish I knew what where the breakdown was at the you know, where it picks up. Yeah. Because that's the part that I really yeah. want. Yeah, it's like um, a nine and a half minute song. So it's like, I mean, just skip ahead until you find it. I mean, <laughs> closer. Back it up. There it is. Dude, I saw this in concert. Fuck me. Did they close with this? No, they closed no. with the one, the last oh, one off of the uh, parentheses album. <laughs> you literally, your eyes are like pie plates for it's 13 unbelievable. minutes. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it is. Cigaros is my when I'm grumpy. Yep. I can put this music on and yep. I'm instantly calm. Yeah, you should probably take this out of uh, 1.5 speed, by the yeah. way. <laughs> we have a seizure. I'm trying to get to the break here. It just give it you just get there. It'll get there. I mean for our listeners, not you. I remember when we still like were Christians, and I remember the song that you played from Cigarettes. We were like, "That's what I want it to sound like when I'm dying." Yeah, yeah. 
and then that's the song. This is the song that I want to hear yeah. when I get to heaven or yeah. whatever. Like, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure yeah. I really believe in that anymore, but like, yeah, that, that is, it's just super like celebratory and yep. yeah. So when I added this song to the playlist, um, I, I think I added it for different reasons of what it means for me for now. Um, the song is by Denison Whitmer. Um, the song is Forgiven. It's about forgiveness. Um, and I think early on it was more about the forgiveness of my sins to God. Of course. But but I think now that I look at it, it's more of forgiveness for my sins to people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because when we die, we don't want people to be mad at us when we're dead. Of course. No, nobody wants to be, oh, I'm so glad he's fucking dead. Yeah. Um, you know, n- sorry. No, he's, he's good. Good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I uh, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's how, kind of how I view this song now. This is Cigaroos. Um, Saglapur? <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah. go with that. Uh-huh. This has like the song has like three stages to it. Yeah, sounds like a real banger. <laughs> Saglapur. Oh god, I love this. It's song. a. It's just a beautiful it song, and so I'll play a couple seconds of this, and then I'll jump it. It's a seven-minute song, so this from Talk. Saw this in concert with Elijah. It was just the three of them. Yeah, those three dudes could put yeah, out could some noise. I went and saw that tour too. Holy hell! <laughs> so I'm in Chicago, man. I sing this in my car sometimes. So there's that part. Skip ahead here.
final part where it quiets down again. I mean, it's just, it's a perfect song. Yep. Uh, we're moving on to the Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds section yeah. of the evening. <laughs> and uh, some this of that. is uh, Idiot Prayer. I'm going to play a twofer on this one, sorry. <laughs> I got two songs on this album. I got 22 songs, that's so fine. <laughs> about death as good as he yeah. I know. For real. Right, so Maybe Leonard Cohen. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, so that's uh, Idiot Prayer, and this is off the same album, Boatman's Call, Into My Arms. Oh, yes, the opener. This one would be more for my wife yeah. if I go first. If you watch the... Uh, Afterlife series, no, the, uh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, there's a scene in that that uses this song that is fucking just God. It's beautiful I don't and brutal. Been an interventionist, God. But I know, darling, that you do. If I did, I would kneel down and ask him Not to intervene when it came to you Well, not to touch a hair in your head Leave you as you are If he felt he had to direct you And direct you into my own Into my arms. God, what a beautiful Damn. fucking song. I know it is, That's man. That's good. Just gorgeous. All right, I got uh, Sleeping at Last. The song is Emphasis. It's about death, by the way. <laughs> death is promised to the beast. Sting protects the colony. Was its life worth nothing more than honey for the queen? Life is a branch and it is a dove, handcrafted by. Confusing love, sign language. 
churches are apply when church bells make no sound. the rest of the lyrics there um death is a cold blindfolded kiss it is a finger pressed upon our lips it it puts an unwanted emphasis on how we should have lived life is a gorgeous broken gift six billion pieces waiting to be fixed love letters that were never signed sent to where we live but the sweetest thing i've ever heard is that i don't have to have the answers just a little light to call my own Though it pales in comparison to the overarching shadows, a speck of light can reignite the sun and swallow darkness whole. Hmm. Damn. Man. Yep. Whew. So do a one, or one more piece, and then um, we can talk about death some more. Okay. <sighs> Go ahead. Man, how do I choose? Two more pieces. It's <laughs> right. fair enough. Right. It's our podcast. You get the shit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. People can stop listening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're already fast forwarding. It's fine. This is uh, <laughs> the cave, of course, from Murder Ballads. Death is not the end. Oh, Staggerly. I thought it was Staggerly. <laughs> you gonna play it? I am. Oh, I'm muted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a good song. You guys can cover this for me. That'd be great. When you're sad and when you're lonely And you haven't got a friend Just remember that death is not the end By the way, he's my dream interview guest. Fucking email him. I mean, I I don't know how it even... Email his publicist, man. I mean... Say we're huge admirers. We love your work. We just love to talk about life and death and grief. Not the end. Just remember that death is not being. Just that's good stuff, man. I mean, and it goes and it goes back to that that the little koan we did. Yeah. It's the it's just the next thing. Yeah. Like whatever the next thing is. Impermanence is part of it. Yes. That. Yeah. It's it's not the end. It's just something else. Uh, and this is also Nick Cave. This is off of Ghosting, which I just listened that to again I listened yesterday. To last night. Yeah, this album, it's a it's a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Just there's no other word and for it. And it's so simple. 
the entire thing is yeah. about death, grief, life on the other side of grief. Yeah. Like, if you're not subscribed waiting, to his red waiting hand, for like peace to come yeah. at the end of. If gr- you're not like, subscribed to his red hand files, emails. His, you if you need don't to. know his story, his his teenage son died unexpectedly. Fell off a cliff. Yeah, yeah like, like a few years, some freak accident. A few years back, and like his last couple albums have literally just been like he he died during Skeleton Tree, yeah. I think. Processing this, yeah. this, this album. It was my album of the year last year. Yeah, I, it would probably be my album of the year this year. <laughs> um, this is Bright Horses. I've played this before, but this song is just fucking gorgeous. Subtlety and yep. and grief and joy and yeah. the mixture of the two and yeah. Oh man, um, this is a song I stumbled upon. Uh, it's called October by the artist. It's Gray. So here it is. It's in smiles, a lover's eye. It's in joy when it needs no disguise It's in fairy tales and lullabies And stories that hold true It's in hugs, apple pies It's in love that grows old but never dies These things make me glad to be Alive will never be able to treasure life enough when death comes, my heart is overcome. Will never be treasure life enough when 
death comes, I start looking up. Little legs that sit upon a shoulder. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. My turn? Yep. Sure. Last one. I'll finish with a uh, kind of an oddity. Not not really an oddity, but it's always a song that has like uh, sort of spoke to me for some reason, partly because I've read Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. And I understand, you know, I understand the symbolism, obviously, and the allegory and whatever you want to call it with yeah. what Lewis was doing. Um, it's, a, it's a song by Fish from the uh, Billy Breathes album. Do you know the song, Brad? Man, I haven't listened to that for so long. Uh, the song is Prince Caspian. Oh yeah, of course. I, I've always just loved yeah, it's a good the song. chorus of this. It just it's just about a journey. I mean, I, the some of the lyrics are nonsense because it's Train Astasio, so it's obviously motivated you know, by weed, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just I've always I, it's always just sort of to be Prince Caspian mm-hmm. float upon the wave. And we'll skip a little bit here. My last uh, submission here, uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah. This is American Six. Um, The song is called Ain't No Grave. Oh, man. This is, he was literally dying. Yeah. When this album was recorded. You can hear the frailty in his his voice. His fifth and sixth album was like that. Uh, So there's something beautiful to me about this. Yep. There ain't no grave can hold my body down There ain't no grave can hold my body down When I hear that trumpet sound I'm gonna rise right out of the ground Ain't no grave can hold my body down It's like I said earlier, that's a man who fucking believes Yeah Believes 
Well, look way down the river And what do you think I see? I see a band of angels And they're coming after me Ain't no grave can hold my When the banjo kicks in There ain't no grave can hold my body down That's so good, man Well, look down yonder, Gabriel Put your feet on the land It's a really sparse album Yeah, it is is. But Gabriel, don't you blow your trumpet Till you hear from me There ain't no grave can hold my body down I remember Yeah, I did a while back Listen to all of those Shit, albums. Man. Like it, it, that album. I remember. Uh, I've read interviews with Rick Rubin, and basically, like towards the end of his life, like when these were recorded, mm-hmm. they would maybe get an hour a day to yeah. like record, Jeez. and he would just be so fucking yeah. worn out. So, like, you can just hear, like, in case you just, wonder if Rick Rubin was a genius, he's a fucking. You can genius. just hear, like, he's just yeah. he's just exhausted, like yeah. he's just tired, like. It was after he lost June. Yeah, too. that like was recorded after yeah. June was gone. Like you can just tell he's just like he's done. I'm done. Yeah. Like and it's man. Yep. So I thought of a I thought of a good a good one. I won't play it, but everything that's right place by Radiohead. Yeah, off Kid A. Yeah, that's oh a good God. song. Yep. That went on. My Michael's list. last one, buddy. Um, so I'm gonna do two for because Brad did. Yeah, it's um, Michael is so 39. Yeah, there. There are there are two. Uh, well, these kind of pair together. Um, it, it's interesting. I was just kind of scamming, scamming, skimming through my um, my list, and I saw there are two songs that almost had uh, identical names. Um, uh, with uh, one is "By the River" by Brady Toops. So here's the first one. That's the first one. Um, the second one is called River uh, by Leon Bridges. Oh, man. Well. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Just the idea that life is a river. There's no way to stop it. It's yeah. coming. Uh, yeah. There's no way to stop it. It's taking us somewhere. And it's death. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Been traveling these wide roads for so long. My heart's been far from you. Ten thousand 
Mouth's gone. God, his voice, man. Jeez. Oh, I want to come near and give every part of me. But there's blood on my hands. And my lips are unclean. In my darkness, I remember Mama's words reoccur to me. Surrender to the good Lord. And to wipe your slate clean Take me to your river I wanna go Yeah, man Love this part Take me to your river Fast forward a little bit, there's the part, part later on. I really like. Take me to your river. <laughs> I wanna go. go. Take me to your river. Straight up gospel shit yeah. there. Yeah, that's good stuff. So here's a legit question. So I was looking through my playlists and um, I came upon Sufjan's Drawn to the Blood. And it raises the question, I almost wonder if towards the end, if I will sort of revert back to clean to some of the old. Yeah. Not ideas, not, I don't, not tropes, but like. If I'll if I'll if I'll draw some comfort from what used to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah for sure. Not yeah. not not. I, in, not I, in, I, not I mean, if a, you th- if you think of life as a, as a, not in a, as a book, yes, that's part of your book, yes. right? But not that in, is part but, of it. But not in like a Pascal's wager sort of thing. Like I'm just sort of playing both sides. Well, I also of the do point wonder here. if there's some Pascal's wagers sort of thing going on too. I'm sure there is, but I hope that I I don't want to do that. I mean, I, I almost wonder if I. Because I always find myself drawn, still drawn to those images. I mean, I have yeah. I have a tattoo of Saint Francis and and Mary on my arm, and I'm possibly getting a tattoo of Merton on my arm. Like like that might be my next tattoo. Like so, there's there's obviously something that still draws me to right. my past that that is sort of bled into my present. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're we're doing a whole series on Merton. We forgot to record this weekend, by the way. Um, you know, we're doing a series on Merton's book, like. There's these things from my past that keep intruding into my, not intruding, but keep pushing into my, my present yeah. and possibly into my future. And I just, I wonder at the end of, at the end of this, whatever, it, whenever that is, if I will sort of 
I guess revert back is the best term I could come up with to to just the things that I knew that drew that I can draw comfort from. Yeah, I don't know. So so I I have the same thought in a different different way in terms of I don't know that I'll revert back so much as I will look back on with fondness. Maybe that maybe maybe that's what I mean. I don't know. And, and yeah. I, I see that as as a part that I part of my life that. I honestly have a lot of great memories. It was super uh, meaningful. Yeah. Right. And, and by the songs we played, uh, at least the ones I did, there were some spiritual songs in there. Sure. Um, and I don't think it's, it's so much that I'm, you know, a dog returning to his vomit. Um, but, but, but so much of just reflecting and being mm-hmm. like, this is part of my story, yeah, regardless yeah, right. of, of how I feel about it. It's, it's definitely yeah, part exactly. of it. Everything yeah. belongs. Like I, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, <sighs> I was going to ask the question, like, I mean, do you guys feel like you're ready? Uh, the only reason I say that, because I, I realized that I'm not. Yeah. I would have, th- there's been times over the last couple years where I've, I've genuinely felt, you know, if it happened, I, I think yeah. I'm, you know, I think I could be at peace with it. Um, and then I had a cancer scare. And yeah. realized really quickly that that was all smoke and mirrors bullshit. Yeah. Because when the when the rubber hit the road and I was legitimately faced with this possibility. Yeah. I realized I was like, mm, nope, no, I'm definitely, definitely not, definitely not at peace with the fact that I could die. Yeah. Um, and and part of that I think is is we are in the middle. I, ideally, we're in the middle of our lives, right? So we've got some some rockets that we've proverbially, proverbially. I know what you mean, proverbially. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, w- that we've launched, yeah. Uh, and we'd like to see those come to fruition. And right. I'm speaking about our children, of course. We, I want to walk my daughter down the aisle, of course. So am I ready? No, I'm not ready. I, I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm not saying my my. I don't care if my daughter gets married. I fuck that. I don't really care. Um, but what I, what I mean is I want to make sure she grows up happy. Yeah. Um, whatever that, that kind of looks like for her. Right. Um, so, so am I ready? No. Um, I'd like to think I'm like, I'm not as angsty as I was about it, but the truth is like, I'm not ready. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, the reason I ask is because, you know, I talked about, you know, a few months ago, I had the cancer scare yeah. with my prostate. Fun fact, still having issues with it. Um, Let me check that for you. No, okay. no, I, it's swollen. I can tell you without right, you right. checking. Um, and could you knock out some of Will Smith's teeth with it? <laughs> <laughs> and we've come full circle. <laughs> um <laughs> Um. Yeah, my my prostate's as big as Jason Derulo's cock. No, um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, no, I'd look like I was sitting on a like a medicine ball. Yeah. Um. He, anyway, no. Before we derail this more, so I you knew I was. I did. Boy. What I didn't talk about on the podcast is two weeks ago I had another PSA blood test. PSA is like a basically, public service announcement. No, no, it's basically prostatitic. I can't remember what it stands for. Anyway, it's essentially uh, prostate something antigen. Anyway, if your level's too high, it means you probably have cancer. So 
I had that original test, talked about it on the podcast. You know, I yelled, I'm totally cancer free. Two weeks later, I had a urology appointment and, you know, my doctor had told me your PSA levels were fine. Okay, cool. So I, you know, I was all right, excellent. I'm totally cancer free. And then, uh, my symptoms got worse and I had a urology appointment and the, the urologist was like, yeah, uh, we'd like to, um, so just so you know, like our, your PSAs were pretty elevated. And I was like, uh, what? So the threshold for when they start worrying about cancer is like four. I don't know what that actually means. Yeah. But four. Yeah. Um, mine was like 3.8. Yeah. Which my, <laughs> my doctor didn't fucking bother to tell no, me. You're cool. She was just like, you're fine. <laughs> and the neurologist was like, well, you might not be. Um, she's like, it could be an infection. So you, that can raise your PSA levels or whatever. But all of a sudden I'm having like all this pain and, um, finding out that I still could pro- possibly have cancer. And I kind of just dealt with it. Like I didn't even tell you guys until like last, this yeah, last right. Saturday. Um, turns out I had another PSA test. They say what you wanted to do a follow up in six weeks. I just had that a couple weeks ago and it's back to normal, like actually good. Good. So excellent. However, the only bring that up because I've done a lot of thinking in the last few months about my mortality and it's easy to talk about death and talking about how everything like impermanence is part of it. But I realized really quickly that, um, I'm not at peace with that. Yeah. Like at all, at all. Yeah. When you're actually faith. Yeah. Like there's, it's, it's one thing to fucking talk about it. It's another thing to put potentially face it, Mm -hmm. you know, losing our, both of our grandparents a couple years ago within the span of, Three months, three months, almost to the day. Watching them literally go, like literally waste away and go, um, you know, carrying their coffin to the gravesite. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's 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 really it's really easy to talk about death in an intellectual sense. Yeah, but when you talk about the nuts and bolts of it in the unknown of it. Yeah, it gets really murky really quick, and it gets really fucking scary really quick. Yep. Um, Are you talking about the unknown in terms of what happens after you? Yeah, die? of course. In, in terms, unknown of, in terms of, of you, yes. In the unknown, of, in the unknown of like, what the fuck does it feel like? Like, there's that. Yeah. There's, I mean, because there, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Christians don't know. Atheists don't know. Nobody knows. Like, what actually happens? What actually? What it actually? That sensation. Also, probably depends on how you go to. Well, of course it does. Of course it does. But I mean that that when your when that when your breath is fu- is snuffed out, like whether that's through a car wreck or through a like you die in your sleep or whatever, or if it's cancer and you waste away, like regardless, there's that moment. There's that unknown. Like it's all unknown. And I've talked a lot of shit over the last couple of years especially on this podcast about, you know, like the, the idea of being the, that part of freedom is being like, maybe the whole part of freedom is being at peace with your impending death. Yeah. But I, like I've realized really quickly that it's all bullshit. Like I'm not there essentially. So I was just wondering how you guys felt about it. Like, 
I, it, it comes in waves, man. I, 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 I want to see my kids grow up. I want to see, I don't want to die tomorrow. Um, yeah, but I want to be okay with dying when I'm old. Right. Um, <laughs> but once you know? again, that's not, that's, that's but the when problem. am I ever going to be like, like right. oh, I'm ready to go now. I mean, there are people who I could understand. Like I mean, yeah. my grandparents were, I mean, grandpa, God, for the last three years or whatever, you'd go over to his house and you'd be like, well, we're just kind of waiting. Yeah. I get that because he was like 90. I mean, what the hell else did they have to do right. in life? Like they had no quality of kids, life. grandkids, great grandkids, like, and they just literally sat in their recliners all day. I could, I, I can understand that. But the reality is that the difficult part is understanding that you like, it's, it's a, it's a rare privilege to get to 90. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once again, when I was 40 and had, and was facing potential, cancer diagnosis and whatever went with that there was a there was this I I just had this there was this rush of like dude I don't I'm not ready to do this like I'm not ready Mm -hmm. I I mean it was just it was just like this I mean it was kind of just getting slammed back to reality yeah yeah well I mean I mean I don't think and and I'm not saying like I'm gonna ask the question like how do you guys feel about the potential of death I don't nobody's cool with it. Like I, I wouldn't expect any of us to be like, yeah, you know, hopefully it's tomorrow. Like I don't, I don't nothing <laughs> yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, I think crossed. I just, I, I was also, I've also been trying to unpack this and real and wondering why I'm not super at peace with, and I'm wondering how much leftover evangelical chaff I have in my head of going, Oh, I don't really believe anymore. So Am I going to yeah. hell? So, like, so do you feel like... Is there a hell? Like, I, Man, I, it, that doesn't even cross my mind, I, honestly. I know, but it, it doesn't mind either, except when I finally... When I, ha- when I was when you were like, faced oh, with that potential reality. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was, a, there was an intellectual component to all this that I think is a lot easier to talk about than to actually believe. I think there's a... I'll say this. Because my wife just walked through. She and I have talked about this because she had cancer. Right. Which fucking sucked. Of course. Um, like, there was a full year of suckage. Like, it just, it was awful. And, and, you know, she has told me, she's like, like, she's, she's like, wanting to camp every weekend. And she's wanting to kayak. And she's wanting to do all this stuff. And I, t- I get it. Like, she's like, I mean, she told me, she's like, you know, I don't know if it was cancer or, or what. And I'm, it, it obviously was. But she's like, I just want to do stuff now. Yeah, I I just want to do all the things, you know, like you you face that you face that dragon. She, she has been talking about that for, I don't know, yeah. ten years. I've heard her talking about wanting to go camping, and yeah. now she's like doing it. But it's like, like, yeah, she. I mean, she's really. I mean, it's literally just grabbing life by the the balls and just going, "You're mine now." Yeah, and um, and just going and doing what you want, and maybe that is the key part of the key to accepting your mortality is grabbing the day. It's 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 Robin Williams and Dead Poets Society. Carpe diem. You well, know, yeah. it's funny that it's, you mentioned it's 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 yeah. grabbing the it's grabbing the the day as it comes to you, and making the most out of that day, and then you make the most out of the next day and the next day. So when you come to whatever the end is, whenever that is, you come to it with no regrets. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of us come to, I think well, one of my fears with death is coming to it with regrets. I never got to do this and this and this. Yeah. Well, my my regrets aren't so much like oh I didn't get to travel to Europe. It's more like I don't even like I don't even aspire for that. Kind I, of stuff. But you know what I'm saying though. Yeah. Like I 
I, I think there's this idea of like bucket list, like I want to check all this stuff yeah, off before right, I die. No. That's not for me so much. My fear is that I will get to my life, but get to the end of my life and realize I didn't love enough and feel loved enough. Like hmm. that's my fear. I think shit. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, but, well, how, but how do you combat that? Well, by doing exactly. it better every day. Exactly. And right. it's funny that you mentioned dead poet society. Cause I immediately thought, of uh, I earlier, I had thought about, uh, Henry David Thoreau, which this gets read in that. Yeah. In that movie, he said, I wish to live deliberately and not when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. Yeah. I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life. Yeah. Yep. Like that's, I mean, I think that, the, I think that our grandparents, when they got to the end of their life, I think grandma and grandpa, they got, to, I, I would like to think, I mean, they were both like not communicative. You yeah. know, it wasn't like, right. you know what I'm saying? At like the end, end, at yeah. the end, end, but I would like to, I, I would think that if they had whatever brain activity they had going on, they thought I've lived well. Well, I, Grandpa, mean, they, I mean, we had conversations with him where he said that. Like, I, I mean, they would say, yeah, yeah I mean, they, like I said, they had kids, grandkids, great grandkids, great. Like they were. They had traveled, they had done all these things and they had they had lived well. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I'm wondering if my fear was the fact that I don't feel in my heart of hearts that I've lived well enough. And maybe that's just damn. Maybe that's just insecurity. I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. that's not the perception of people around me. I don't know. Um, because I, I have great insecurities as an Enneagram six that I. Are you an Enneagram six now? Dude, I've been a six. Yeah. We talked about this. We talked about not this long multiple ago. times. Yeah. Since then. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and, and part of that is, like I said, it's probably a lot of it may be a personality flaw. I don't know. But that's, I think, the fear is that you, that the, a lot of the fear of people, that people, a lot of the fear of death that people have is that they haven't truly lived well. Damn. So. Yeah. Yeah, I. Fuck, I'm going to eat a brownie now. <laughs> yeah. Live well. Eat that fucking brownie. Um, <laughs> suck yeah. the marrow out of this brownie. <laughs> suck it up. Yeah, for for me, I don't I, I don't feel like there are things uh, like in terms of like bucket list type things. There's nothing I feel uh, is super unresolved in that manner. I don't fear hell. That's not something I fear. I don't, and I can't even fathom fearing it later. I mean, it's possible that I will. I mean, people are weird and they change. Um, and, and I don't. I'm not there either in terms of like not. Like I, my, I want to live a simple life and I want to, to, to love and I want to, to love others well. Um, yeah, I, I, I so, so the things that I, I I'm afraid of are, are not, um, are not what, uh, I, what I'm missing out for me personally but more of what I would miss out with other people like my kids. Of course. Like the, it, it, that, for me, that's what it is. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like whenever I quit my job at Starbucks, it shifted 
my whole reality about what was important. Right. Um, it was a decision I made to, to be more present. We moved to the country. Um, all that I, I wanted to be more present with my family. And I feel like I still have a lot, a, a long ways to go to, to really perfect that. Um, but I feel like that was such a huge step yeah. and me being comfortable with myself mm-hmm. that where I could be in a place where I could be okay to go. Yeah. But, but not, I mean, like I said, I want to, I, I don't want it to be tomorrow. Of course. I want to see the sure. next several star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a follow up to solo. I want to see the solo <laughs> sequel on Disney plus. Like for me, that's what sure those, I mean, missing out on my family, my kids, my grandkids, God, uh, that that's the shit that I want to see. Yeah. So, and who knows? I have one more for my playlist. <laughs> oh God damn it! Spend all your time waiting. <laughs> I mean, we fucking have to, right? I mean, you just ha- you have to. That's a good ender. Yeah, I do. I do want to. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say? No. I, I do want to end in something. I was spent like twenty minutes earlier trying to find it. If you didn't notice me over here trying to get passwords and shit. Um, no, right. you motherfucker. You have played that song on All an right. endless goddamn loop Let me know for when you're done. fucking episodes. Let me know when I'm you're done. done. No, I'm done. Well, it's your episode. Your, it's your podcast, Michael. You um, do what you want. So I, I've shared this story in a couple of different podcasts, not on this podcast. Um but uh, I was just talking about uh, I used to in another life I worked at a at a store I was a store manager um, and I um, one of as a, at the store we had regular customers and the one of the guys that came in every day was this uh, wise elderly Irishman <laughs> uh, who was a lavender farmer is there any other kind yeah, so he he um, was a lavender farmer. Uh, he he was. I mean, he was. I saw him, you know, four to five days a week. Um, always kind, always insightful. His name's Kieran. Um, and then on my birthday, September thirtieth, um, either last year or the year before, um, he passed away uh, after a battle with ALS. Um, but two days before he, he passed away, he wrote a poem. So I want to read that poem. It's called farewell. It says on a day, like any other, I was born placed here amongst many others, a seed to grow, to be one in a garden of many. It was beautiful where I grew. I was anxious to move, to know others, to touch, to smell, to hear to taste, to talk. I was told this is life. I was awed, overwhelmed by the power of its beauty, thrilled that I could participate, that I could expand and contribute, that I could hug, kiss, give love to another, to give a part of myself and that it would grow. Others did the same to me. I grew. I grew to give as much as I could until it was time to leave what I had learned behind. Time to move on to let some other take my place. 
I'm so happy I got to be a part of the life I've had. Now I'll move on. Now others can experience the joy I've had. The Spirit has honored me with life. Hopefully, I have honored the Spirit. May peace be with you, Kieran. <laughs> Early morning, September 28th, 2019. So, that's it. It's a good way to end it. <sighs> All right. Yep, let's shit on that with hashtags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's turned into a heavy episode. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. This has been one of the weirdest episodes we've ever had. It kind of is. Like as goofy as fuck as it was at the beginning. Goofy being a conservative term. (laughs) (laughs) What a shit show, a train wreck, weird, inspiring episode. My boss sent me a text telling me where I'm working tomorrow. I said, will do. And then he wrote back, sounds good, exclamation mark. Did Beth write that text? I don't know. My wife likes exclamation marks. Sounds exclamation good. Marks. God, it's funny. You know, people talk about when somebody goes, you miss the little things. Yeah. Her voice yes, messaging it's text. hilarious. Hey, how are you doing? Exclamation point. You let your dog out. Man, it's so it's just great. Who let the dog out? Brad. Who? Brad. Who? 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 <laughs> Brad. No, uh, no, no five stars. No. I thought we had a new one. Was that last week? That was last. Uh, two weeks something. ago, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Brad? What? Feedback? Feedback? Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot. I got another song. Two, three, four. There's a... As the sun sets on the valley Uh, And I'm losing my best friend (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we'll just, there's a couple. There's All right. Sweet Debbie at Swashbuckling. Oh, uh, I started Pastor's Podcast episode 221 last week, and I finished the last 20 minutes today. That took a hard here. left turn. Stop it. Hashtag Michael. a little blood came Michael. out. Fucking stop it. Uh, release the tapes. Release the song. Mookie's brother at Derek Blaylock. Derek A. Blaylock. <laughs> At Pastors Podcast, fucking awesome, just awesome. Your episode with Hate Church Folk was beautiful. Oh my god! Obviously, because of them, not you. Go listen to that. Pat, that no uh, uber witty comment extrapolating why because I've had too much bourbon tonight. Keep it up. Send them the, some money on the cash app. Their Instagram feed is pretty great too. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> so that's pretty much it. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot. So I'm busy uh, putting shit on Twitter anyway. Mm-hmm. So all right, well. Oh, wrong. Yep, that's wrong. the wrong one, buddy. That's when one of us leaves uh, and comes back. So long and thanks. Nope, nope, that's not it either. Well, we paid close attention and we wrote them all down. We're like now half of them down. Hashtag. Hashtag. Oh, My wrists were occupied. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag cost you the championship. <laughs> Jerk off championship. Yeah, of course. Hashtag juice this turnip. <laughs> Hashtag the old snakeskin. <laughs> Hashtag fountains of dashboard confessional. <laughs> Hashtag producing, directing. So long, <laughs> Hashtag producing, so directing, and starring in. <laughs> uh, Hashtag not just flying the cargo. He is the cargo. Okay, that <laughs> actually it's either that one or this one. Fat shame Iceman. <laughs> 
Hashtag that thing was hashtag that thing was napping. Okay, one of those three. Uh, hashtag halfway to the ovary. Uh, <laughs> hashtag sperm don't swim like eels. There cannot be another podcast on earth that spends. 20 minutes talking about Jason Derulo's massive cock and then talks about death for the rest of the episode. There's no there's way no there's way. another how you, fucking How, how do you want to die? Jason Derulo's cock. <laughs> I want my teeth to look like Will Smith. I want to be, be beaten to death by a massive dong. I want to be loved like Jason Derulo loved Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> um, hashtag the pre-cum of America. Uh. America. Hashtag, America. Hashtag very pearly. <laughs> hashtag my wrists were occupied. Yeah. Hashtag arrested development. <laughs> hashtag juice this turnip. Hashtag st- sticky snake skin. Hashtag fat shaming Iceman. God, I, that's that's probably at the top of my list. Hashtag Val Kilmer C one thirty. <laughs> hashtag sperm tails. Ooh. <laughs> uh, hashtag like a drill. <laughs> and then hashtag sperm don't swim like eels. All right, I've got uh, pre cum of America, arrested development, juice this turnip, sticky snake skin. That's my favorite. Uh, pontoon version of a jet fighter. <laughs> Tailspin, honestly. Uh, Walmart bags of energy. Oh, man. Uh, that was napping and baby femur. <laughs> it's got to be fat shame ice maker. It's got fat shaming ice man. It's got to be. I, I don't know how it's not. It has to be. There's no oh, more. man. Right. I'm looking. I'm not looking forward to the emails. I do uh, not. It, it's fine. Just send the emails to Brad Matt. I've apologized. Sure. I apologize for nothing. He Who cares? Somebody cares. God. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> I right. will let you pause. Yeah. I had to pause for that one. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I have, I apologize for that joke you didn't hear. Oh well. my god! Uh, what are we calling this? Our fat shaming, All right. fat shaming ice man. <laughs> if you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag hashtag fat shaming ice man. The ice man cometh. The Will Smith joint. Um, Sorry, Jason Derulo's cop. <laughs> Not him, just the cock. Uh, we are on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. <laughs> I'd call him Matt, I guess. At MJ Basinger. We're on uh, at Brandon A. Andrus. Brandon, is it A. Andrus? I don't know. This is, is it just Brandon Andrus. <laughs> outside the pod, or outside the walls podcast. Um, yeah, support us on Patreon. Join the Pastors Pub, patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Did another turd talk this past week. Yeah, they've been good, man. Yeah, Thanks, man. Looking forward to it. We got a we got a long list of uh, of turds to talk to, like a, a year and a half worth of yeah. uh, people who have been backlogged. So it'll be good. It's been good. Um, yeah.
Patreon.com plus Patches Podcast. So tiny. <laughs> Not to taste, consistency. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna smell it if that's what you want. Too hard! We need rest. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. Boy, you'd be, okay. You'd be very bruised after. Where the guy who's the bottom is on the top right. I know. Where the guy who's the bottom is on the top right. The guy who's on the top is on the bottom. I feel like. <laughs> accidentally pressed that one. That one's for Dan Selena. You're welcome.